Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Over to Steinbrenner Field, our buddy Randy Miller, NJ.com. Uh, covers this team soup to nuts each and every day. Great coverage from Randy. Has always been doing it for a long, long time. So Randy joins us from Steinbrenner Field. Couple of runs in that first inning, Randy. Juan Soto slipped out of the coming out of the batter's box. Yes, went to the replay about three times. You know, it it it, it brought back uh, bad memories for me of Aaron Rodgers in the first four you know four plays as a Jet, but he looked like he ran down the first baseline pretty well. Not a problem. Everything looked good there, Rick. Uh, what I liked is that uh, Alex Verdugo hits a leadoff double and Juan Soto hits a ground ball to second to move the runner. That is something that we did not see a lot of last year. And here's a big star in his first at bat, and he's giving himself up to move the runner. And Aaron Jones falls with a, a uh, blooper to a center for hits to drive in a run. So I, I love that there was a little bit of small ball in Soto's game right from the start. He's just not all homers and walks. All right, Rodon and Stroman are both pitching today. Obviously, Randy, these are two key pieces, especially if the Yankees make no other move to improve the pitching staff. But, you know, Rodon and and Stroman might be 2-3 uh, in, in this rotation right now. Rodon, much slimmer. You've had a chance to talk to him, as have I, on, on several occasions here uh, in the first couple of weeks of spring. He looks like a different guy on the mound there today, this afternoon. He does. He looked really good in the first inning. Had uh, 11 pitch, one, two, three innings, two strikeouts, nine strikes. Uh, Rodon just does look different amount. He's, he's clearly slimmer. His delivery looks much better. Uh, and by the way, let me address one thing that you said there. You said uh, about the possibility of uh, adding another starter. Uh, I know there's been a lot of speculation and talk among Yankee fans with Blake Snell. And let me tell you, he, he is not coming here. I, I would put the chances closer to zero than even 5% or 10% that he's coming. He's, if he gets $25 million, that's going to cost hell like $54 million for the year because of the luxury tax. It's, it's not coming. I mean, the only way is if something crazy happens where one of their big starters blows out his arm and he gets a, a low contract one, one year deal. But uh, again, I know there's been a lot of talk on the internet. I truly believe that that's Scott Boris telling some writers that uh, they're in talks with the Yankees. Well, from my, from my understanding that, that Boris is calling the Yankees and saying, hey, I'll give you a discount. And the Yankees like, oh, that ship has sailed. So he's not coming. Okay. All right. How about and no chance on Montgomery either? So what you're, saying, you're, what you're telling us is, in your opinion, and you look, you're there, you're there even more than I am. In your opinion, the big spending is done, short of a catastrophe, big spending is done for this season. 
Absolutely. Uh, could they add a reliever? Uh, maybe a cheap reliever. Uh, as far as Montgomery goes, Montgomery would not even talk to the Yankees this year. Uh, despite what Montgomery says, no hard feelings about the Yankees trading him and Cashman saying that, uh, Cashman having the, saying that he wasn't going to be in the rotation a couple years ago for the postseason. Uh, it's my understanding that, that when the Yankees called about Montgomery, that they got no response, that they would not even, uh, listen at all to the Yankees' interest. So, uh, the Yankees knew very early on that Stuart Montgomery wanted no parts of returning to the Yankees. Now, Snell did, and the Yankees did offer six years and $150 million at one point. Um, but he wanted, to my understanding, nine years and $270 million. And uh, the Yankees basically gave him a take it or leave it. And uh, he left it, and now I think he probably wishes he would have taken the offer, but the Yankees moved on to Stroman, and uh, they're very happy with Stroman. Talking to Randy Miller, NJ.com, great coverage of the Yankees year-round. Um, you spoke to Aaron Boone, and you asked him yesterday, because I was in that scrum, because uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, and I guess a lot of Yankee fans listening, Randy, want to know, well, who's the sixth? Because we know you go through a full baseball season, it's not going to be just the five starters. It ends The rotation ends at Clark Schmidt. So beyond Clark Schmidt, you've got guys like Luke Weaver, Luis Gill, or Hill that we saw yesterday uh, pitch against the Tigers, and, and then you're really going down in the Clayton Beaters of the world. Uh, a lot of the depth in starting pitching went to San Diego in the Juan Soto trade. So if if there's not going to be a bigger name than, let's say, Luke Weaver coming and maybe just a reliever to enhance the pitching staff, uh, are we are we saying, Randy, that, yeah, when, when we get to starter six and starter seven, which inevitably is going to happen during a – a long baseball season uh, that we're talking about guys like Weaver and talking about a guy like Hill and maybe getting deeper into a Clayton Peter. Is that where we're going? That's where we're going. And last year at this time, we could have had the same conversation and uh, there would have been worries about Johnny Brito and Randy Vasquez being those guys, but they did a pretty decent job, whether they came up from AAA to have a couple starts, pitch run, long relief. Uh, Will Warren, their number two pitching prospect, is another guy that probably will debut at some point this year. I think he'll get a lot of looks this spring. I saw Louis, Louis Hill yesterday in uh, it, uh, the Tigers game up in Lakeland and uh, good first inning, but uh, again, two walks in a second. That's been his problem. Even a couple years ago, before the Tommy John surgery, two, three years ago when he was up, lights up, but too many walks, and that's something that's uh, you just can't have him be in a big league rotation if he's going to walk one or two every inning. And uh, I don't know that Hill will be that guy until he can fix those mechanics and start throwing more strikes. But he's somebody, somebody that's in a conversation, and I know I think the, the number six right now is Luke Weaver. I know uh, he's a veteran. Uh, he pitched, I think, three or four teams last year at the end with the Yankees. I believe he made three starts in September, and two of them were pretty decent. One was good. And I think right now he is the – he would be the guy. Uh, but look, I think one of the big stories of camp so far, in addition to Dodo and Verdugo and the new guys, is that uh, we have not had a lot of injuries so far. There was a news on on uh, Jose Trevino in day one that he has a cap issue and he's going to miss the first couple of weeks. Trevino looks fine. He's been 
here every day. He's catching bullpens. I think they're just being very protective and not going to let him in the game for the first two weeks. So, uh, great for league play. He'll be fine by opening day. But so far, we have not had uh, anybody go down in spring training. There was the news in the first day that Scott Everest uh, had December back surgery that nobody was telling us about. Uh, but that happened in December. He was uh, missed all last year with Tommy John. So that was a blow. He's going to be coming back sometime in July. They signed Lou Trevino, who is supposed to be back sometime this summer. Trevino missed last season also with Tommy John. If you remember two years ago, he was in that Frankie Montage trade and uh, did not pitch well for Oakland that year, but he comes to the Yankees. He was very good the last couple uh, the couple months of the season. So right now the, the Yankees are already looking at getting two pretty good bullpen arms in midsummer. So that takes away a lot of pressure. Will they need a starting pitcher? Uh, maybe by that point, but I think they're going to just let this baby roll right now uh, with what they have, and they'll adjust if there's some major injuries or needs come summertime. Is it a given? And look, we we basically I'm paraphrasing, but we basically heard this even from Hal Steinbrenner the other day. But uh, it, Randy, is it a given that the Juan Soto, uh, even if he does eventually re-sign with the Yankees, that he'll test the free agent waters after the season? Juan Soto isn't resigning with the Yankees. I don't see much of a chance. Uh, I have a friend who's close with Soto. I hear that even if he has a mediocre year, he's going to ask for $500 million. If he has an MVP-type season, he's going to ask for $700 million. I was told Otani money. Uh, are the Yankees going to pay someone so soon after Judge, who got 360 I know Soto's younger, but are they going to pay somebody $100 million, $200 million more than Judge? I don't think so. Look back at the, this free agency with when Yamamoto was out there. The Yankees say they were all in, and as soon as it got time to offer a penny more than Garrett Cole, they were out. I don't know that Yamamoto was going to come here anyway uh, because he grew up a Dodger fan, and then uh, uh, Otani went to the Dodgers, so I think he was going there. But, uh, look, the Yankees dropped out, and, and Hells proved his favorites to the guys that he – connects to, talks to regularly. He's never done this in the past, are Cole and Judge. And I think he wants those guys to be at the top of the uh, salary, at least for the time being. And uh, I don't, I don't, I very much doubt that Soto will be here next year. And uh, you were up there yesterday in Lakeland. I have really high expectations that uh, uh, Spencer Jones is going gonna to be the next Aaron Judge in this organization, um, even way before yesterday. And he put on a show yesterday, had a 470-foot home run to right. Then later he had a 12-pitch at bat that ended with a line drive single left, and the ball that he hit the left was harder than the 470-foot home run. This kid's a six 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 seven left-handed hitter that, as Boone says, he can fly. Stole 40 bases last year playing uh, high A and double A. He wants to steal 50 this year. This guy is going to be the next superstar. So I think the outfield of the future is going to be Spencer Jones in center, Jason Dominguez in left, and Aaron Judge in right. And I think that's one of the reasons why Juan Soto will not be here more than more than uh, one year, and I fully expect that Juan Soto will be playing in uh, in Queens next year. Really, well, not not just not be a Yankee, but you're going out out on a limb and saying Soto may get that kind of money on the other side of the bay, a Flushing Bay. That's what I'm hearing. Wow. Now, you read my mind because I was going to ask you about Spencer Jones. He did put on a show yesterday. Can even let, let's say he has a, a big year. Uh, it, you know, he's going to be a triple A, I'm assuming, Randy, this year. It was starting a double. 
my guess is that the plans coming to spring training were that he would start in double A because he just played a month there at the end of last season. Uh, if he has a sensational spring, maybe he'll start at triple A. Uh, maybe he can play his way into a September call-up. I'm not sure on that because now you're only allowed, what, two, two September call-ups. So with, with the roster, the roster switch to 26, I believe you can only go up two. So you're going to get a, a pitcher and maybe one other player. Uh, um, so I don't know that he's going to debut this year, but I think he will be a big leaguer by next year. And, uh, again, I think he's going to be a great one at, the kid is built for New York, great personality, great makeup, and he is a sensational talent. He reminds me a lot of Judge in ways that they both are tremendous athletes. When Judge loves uh, to be known as a guy who is a great defender and runs the bases well. He says all the time, I don't want to be known as a slugger. That's Spencer Jones. While Jones is a, a left-hander, I think they're going to be the uh, three or four guys in the lineup uh, in the future. And you throw Dominguez in there. Uh, the future is very bright as far as the outfield goes. And it would be homegrown. It'd be a, it would be a homegrown outfield with Judge Spencer Jones and uh, and the, the Martian, Jason Dominguez, in center field. Before I let you go, yesterday a home run looked very, very good. Everybody has kind of forgotten about Trent Grisham. He's kind of flying under the radar. You've talked to him on several occasions. I hear he's very much at ease and, and at peace with himself uh, and his position in this in this Yankee roster, uh, Aaron Boone hasn't committed to you know really a, a lot of playing time for Trent Grisham. I think this guy could be a big surprise, Randy. Grisham is, is a lot like Harrison Bader in a, a left-handed version. Grisham's a power-hitting outfielder, won a couple Gold Gloves, very good in center field, great jumps, goes back to, to the walls as well as anyone. Uh, I had a long talk with Grissom yesterday, and uh, the thing with him is, is he's he has a ton of strikeouts, and uh, he tells me the last couple of years he, he he really let it affect him mentally. And he talked to a mental coach this winter, and he feels like that helped him a lot, and he's now uh, in a lot better place mentally to handle failure than he was in past years. And look, he's going to strike out a lot. He's a guy that in, in a good year is going to hit. Hit 220. Uh, that's baseball in 2024, where it's it's swing for the fences. Uh, but he can be better than he was the last few years uh, in San Diego. As far as playing time goes, uh, Boone called him in right away and says, "Look, you're going to play a lot. You might not play opening day. You might not play game two or game three. But inevitably, there are guys who are going to be going down. And when that happens, you're going to be our starting center fielder. So at this point, I think it's going to be." Um, Judge in center and, and Soto in right, and Verdugo in left. And if one of them misses some time, then uh, it'll end up being uh, Grissom in center. And uh, if, if uh, Verdugo goes down, Judge will probably play left field. They just don't want Soto playing uh, left field in big Yankee Stadium. He's he's probably a little uh, below average defensively, does not cover much ground, and uh, they want to keep him out of uh, left field. So I can see Judge playing some left field this year. Randy Miller, oh, quickly before you go, no Stanton, no LeMahieu in either lineup both, today. The, yeah, both of them are scheduled to uh, make their debut tomorrow. They'll be home against the Twins. Uh, Nestor Cortez, North Cortez will make his uh, first start tomorrow. And then Tuesday in Port Charlotte, Clark Schmidt will make his first start. 
All right, so nothing. Don't worry, Yankee fans. If you looked at both lineups and didn't see DJ LeMahieu nor Giancarlo Stanton in either one of the two games today, nothing wrong with them. Veterans just getting a you know get that they'll get their start tomorrow uh, in Tampa uh, against the Twins. Randy, I can't thank you enough, my friend. Very informative. I tell you what, you said you you know the alarm bells are going off in Yankee fandom uh, right now with your prediction about Juan Soto but you know we'll see look you've been uh, you've been on top of everything going on and uh, I can see where right now it is what it is with the pitching staff uh, you know a lot of people this morning when they saw the Bellinger deal the optimism kind of came back the light went off to a lot of Yankee fans thinking well Scott Doris you know may, may be having his arm twisted here with the Bellinger deal with a with an opt-out after the first season but you're playing that down that that, that could be the same way with a guy like Snell right um, look, there are some things behind the scenes with Bellinger that uh, I think there are reasons why he his uh, stock went down. Um, look, as a guy that had one great year last year, uh, had two terrible years the year before, it's very risky to take a guy uh, to a long-term contract. I know some people were looking, he's going to get 10, 12, 13 years. That, that wasn't happening. And as far as Snell goes, whatever money you give him, it's going to be more than double for the luxury tax because they're at the last limit. So even if even if uh, he wants thirty million a year, even if he discounts and says, "I'm giving you all right one year twenty five million, that's going to cost the Yankees I think fifty four million. Right. Judge has the the biggest contract in Yankee history for one year thirty six million or forty million. Do you think they're going to pay Blake Smell uh, fifty four million for one year? No chance. And look, he look he won the Cy Young last year, but he also led the league in walks. He's mostly a five-inning pitcher. Uh, I'm not positive that, that Stroman and Clark Schmidt will not have a better year than Blake Snell. And a lot of people told me, not just one or two, that uh, if you bring him into New York, be careful. He might turn out to be the next Sonny Gray. And Trevor Bauer is out of the question. I'm told the Yankees would never bring in Trevor Bauer uh, because of his past, because of his uh, past issues with Garrett Cole, despite – Bauer coming out saying, I don't think that Cole would have a problem. Don't believe that. Uh, Cole does not want this guy on the team, and there's there's zero chance that, that Bauer's going to be on this team. He, When he signs, if he signs, it's going to be, from people tell me, it's going to be a small market team, uh, and they'll, the, the way they'll sell it is bring him in for a few months, and hopefully it turns into a draft pick when you trade him at the trade deadline. Uh, if that's a tough sell. I was in Philly when when Brett Myers was there and hit, a, hit his wife on the street and how Pat Gillick handled that, handled that. I remember the protests for several starts after Myers came back, and uh, I don't think the Yankees and a lot of teams want that at all. And, and today's world is a lot different than it was in whenever that was, 2007 or so. Yeah. Uh, I just can't – I just don't think it's uh, – I think a lot of teams are thinking it's not a smart decision to bring him into the clubhouse. And, and in addition to – the issues with the women. Uh, I've talked to past teams that he's been on. He was not a favorite in Cleveland. He was not a favorite in Arizona. So there's there's a history beyond whatever happened or didn't happen with the women with with Bauer that he just is perceived to be not a a, a good teammate either. That's what I hear from multiple people, and I just there's, there's no chance that the Yankees are going to bring the club off. And I'm just not saying that on my own. I've been told that by people in the organization as well. I thought about you uh, watching the Deloria Rempe fight last night, my friend. The what? The Deloria Rempe fight 
with the Flyers and Rangers. Did you see it? You didn't see oh, it? Oh, no, I did not see it. Oh, you got to see I'm it. I'm a Pull Penguins guy. I'm a I Penguins guy. I don't know you're a Penguins You're a hockey guy. You, the, what, when Penguins you see Penguins Flyers this, today. My team stinks. Well, so you're going to love it. Pull it up. Uh, you're going to absolutely love the Deloria Rempe fight. With, with the, that was an old-fashioned heavyweight battle. I mean, it was outstanding, Randy. You're going to love it. I miss the old days when the players uh, ran in the stands to fight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, thank you for a couple minutes. Go back and enjoy the game. If something big happens, we'll reach out to you. All right? Anytime, Rick. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.